hip-hop in its essence and real. But they all just wait, wait, what? There's no way to really make it happen. It's gotta be ready. But my mind is old. It sounds so stupid. Love this name for a Sopson. Sop sound was like I was a DJ with a blend on the sound. Sop up on the sound. Welcome everybody, kicking it with B. Shea, and I'm your host, B. Shea. Uh, just want to give a, before we start, a big shout out to Birthplace Studios, my boy Reese Merritt, the president of the club, for letting me use this studio, let me uh, ramble on about what I want, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, a little history, or tell y'all who I am, I am B. Shea, obviously, um, and I'm a big fan of old school hip hop. Uh, I have been since I was a kid, you know, that's what I grew up listening to. It's what my dad would always be playing, my mom too. So I have a huge respect for the genre. Um, it's like, I f and I feel like, you know, it, it, it gets its respect, but I really want to bring the, bring the genre its flowers and, you know, just talk about kind of things I like, what's going on with some of the, you know what I'm saying? So uh, this first episode... Uh, it's just going to be me rambling for a bit, but uh, I'm going to be talking about, I'm, I'm, my opening segment is going to be me talking about, you know, my favorite solo artists and my favorite hip-hop groups from way back when. Um, just so, you know, the listeners can really understand who I am, where I'm coming from, uh, the kind of things I like, right? So, uh, I guess we can, we can open it up. Uh, you know, let's start with a solo artist. Solo artists are fun, right? Uh... So I got uh, I got a list of five. I got some honorable mentions. I'm gonna go through five up to two, and I'll say my honorable mentions, right? And then obviously my number one spot. So my number number five spot coming into the solo artists is none other than the B.I.G. D.A.W.D.Y.K.N.E. I'm good and plenty. Big Daddy Kane, right? Uh, Big Daddy Kane. There's something about like when Kane first came out. I I, I wasn't around, but. To me, it seemed like he was the first dude to really bring bring the hip-hop style, bring, like, the hip-hop look, right? He had that deep voice. He had that that smooth style. He had clever bars, but all while looking the part, right? Kane was, he had the, the, the high, top, high top fade, right? He had the chain, the women. Like, he, to me, Big Daddy Kane was the first. He was, like, the representative of what hip-hop was going to be, Right? That's just, it's not a bad, like, even his voice now. I mean, that, like, Big Daddy Kane has, I just got so much respect for the man. He put out a couple good albums. Like, that That helped, like, man, ain't no half-stepping. Smooth operator, raw. I'll take you there. Like, there's so many songs I could name. Big Daddy Kane, like, I, I couldn't have a list without Big Daddy Kane on it. Just straight up. Uh, my number two, or my, excuse me, number, my number four, right? So this one. Could be a little controversial where it is in the list, um, but again, this is my list. Um, is Nas none of the Nas? So, in my opinion, Illmatic is one of, if not the greatest, record ever made. Just it's it's hard. Like he had so many great producers, right? He his style. I mean, Nas is. I wouldn't really say rough, but his 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 bars are rough. Like, he's clever. He can think. He's got – it's it, – oh, man, it's something about Nas. It's just – like, when you listen to it, you just feel the streets of New York when you listen to Nas, 
just straight up. And Nas just is uncanny with his ability to really just like embrace the streets and 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 put it in a way that that people like me who grew up not in the streets, I you know, like not anywhere close to the streets, but a dude like me can somewhat understand where he's coming from, right? Like what he's talking about. Um but the re- the reason that I have him as low on my list as I do is because I feel like a lot of what makes Nas great, not all of, Nas himself is great, but a lot of what makes Nas great is the producers that helped him. So what this list, what I'm getting at with the with this list is I, I like these artists are just the artists themselves, right? Like if we go back to Big Daddy Kane, Big Daddy Kane, yes, the 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 producing was good, but the thing that made Kane great was Kane. The thing that makes Nas great is Nas and the producing. Like when you get somebody like a DJ Premier or a Pete Rock, like that's gonna make a song so good, right? So I feel like that's why Nas drops a little bit on my list is is purely because he he worked with just two good of producers. Uh, all right, my number three, uh, kicking it back at like old old school, older than Kane, uh, a little around the same era, but uh. Is none of the rock him, uh, rock him. I mean, if we're gonna talk about probably the greatest voice, just the way it sounds in hip hop history, I don't think you could. I don't think you can name anybody better than Rock Him. I don't think you can name anybody better than Rock Him, than the way a voice sounds. Um, but it's not only it's not only the voice, it's it's clever bars, right? For like '86. Right, because you think this is the era of like the Run DMCs. Now, no, no disrespect to Run DMC, but their bars ain't that clever, right? You gotta do like Rock Kim, where you got you like you think, you're thinking. He's saying things that like, oh, like the one the one that gets me, like my melody is whew, that might be one of the one of my favorite songs of all time. It's and Rock Kim just knows how. He's the definition of an MC. He's he knows how. He's a master of ceremonies. He knows how to move the crowd, right? No pun intended. It Rock him to me is just like he's a god. He's a hip hop god. And I know what it, like I was kind of talking about with Nas with the producing like obviously Rock him's solo stuff which came out in like the 90s um didn't do as well as the stuff when he was Eric B and Rakim. You know what I mean? Like Eric B was there, but to me, like Eric B, this is once again like the Kane thing. Rakim, Eric B and Rakim were as great as they were because of Rakim. Their record scratching was great. Like Eric B was good at what he did, but they'd be nothing without Rakim. And that that just that just tells me a lot right there. And that is like Rakim his voice it's just his bar like i just i can't i can't really justify too many people ahead of him just straight up all right my number two spot this is this could be see this is where uh, this is where things get a little weird right because so my number two is john do it yancey the known otherwise known as jay dilla jd there is without like without question, Jay Dill is the greatest producer in hip hop history. You're not changing my mind. I don't think you're changing many people's minds. There's 
Jay Jay Dilla changed an entire like he made his own form of like there's, there's this book Dilla Time by Dan Sharn as I will say if 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 you were a fan of old school hip hop and you're a fan of Dilla read that book Dan Sharn puts it way better than I ever will but the gist of what it is is in in music you got straight time you got swing time and then you got Dilla time Dilla made his own time Nobody's ever, nobody really has ever done that. At least not in hip hop. It just doesn't happen. And if they did, they're copying, copying Dilla. The reason why I can see, like I can, I, I know, Jay Dilla wasn't much of a rapper. He did. Welcome to Detroit. He was rapping. But again, this is my my favorite solo artists. Donuts is maybe the greatest piece of hip hop history. Beatwise, beatwise, I'd say it's it's it's. It, it, I mean, you can't get better than that. And I know maybe he didn't do all of it, but it was done with him in mind, right? Like Mad Lib might have done some of it, but I mean, Jay Dilla, I you can't, you can't. I I just Dilla himself almost should. It, it, like I understand he probably shouldn't be on this list just because he doesn't rap as much. But even like his bar, like. When Jay Dilla was rhyming in, in Welcome to Detroit, like I was like, yeah. This is a side of Dilla we don't see. This is a side of Dilla we need to see more. But, you know, we we didn't, unfortunately. Rest in peace, Dilla, by the way. Um, but, the, yeah, I mean, it's just something about his his beats. Like, you know when a Dilla beat comes on, you just know it. There's not many dudes you can, you can say. Like, I, I mean, you know when a premiere beat comes on. But when a Dilla, like, when a Dilla beat is on, you know when a Dilla beat is on. And I mean, I, he he is the greatest producer of all time. That's why I got him on my two spot. Like I know he's not a rapper, technic like by the technical term. I mean, he has, but if we're like in terms of this list, what made Dilla great was his producing. But he's still, as a solo artist, I have to have him on this list. He has to be. All right, some of my honorable mentions. Right, uh, Dr. Dre. Now, Dr. Dre was a. Uh, for me, that he was he was my favorite artist when I was a kid. wasn't even close. Right, he was all I would listen. I listened to Dr. Dre Radio on Apple Music when I was in like fifth grade on a bus, going through the woods. You know, you know what I mean. Going going around off roading in in the school bus. That's where I'm from. But I'm listening to Dre. I'm listening to 2001. I'm listening to the Chronic. I'm listening to it with Snoop. You know what I mean? Like, like that. That's what made like obviously Dre is great, but what made Dre so great to me was it just gives gives me good memories every time I listen to him. Um, and it, yeah, I, I the thing with Dre is though he's he wasn't a good he didn't make good bars. You know who made good bars for him? Ice Cube when he was in NWA. Eminem in in uh, the 2001 album. Like, if you look at some of those bars in a chronic, they're trash, straight up. Like, I love I love Dre, but they are not good. Like, what is it? <laughs> Never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. But if I got my Nina, then you know I'm straight tripping. What is, what is that? That is not a bar. But... A lot of respect for Dre, and he did. You know, he he did, but he was kind of, you know, what I mean, he did both. 
He produced. He rapped. Um, yeah, probably the best song on a Friday soundtrack. So, no disrespect for Ice Cube, you know, with Friday. But, th- yeah, Dre, unfortunately, had to be left off this list. And I don't really think he had much of a shot at making it. Uh, another another one, this, this is another, well, I think one of the most underrated rappers of all time, in my opinion, at least in terms of his era. Common. Common Sense. Formerly known as Common Sense. But I, I, a lot of what made Common great to me, like that, like Water for Chocolate, right? That that is beautiful album, beautiful album. But what makes it so great to me is Dilla. Dilla, you know, like Dilla made the beats, not all of them, but he made the best ones. That's what made that great. Now, uh, Resurrection was a good album. It, what B was really good. Like, it's not just like Water for Chocolate, I, I, you know what I mean? But what made Common so good was because of another guy on my list. Um, I, I think that's why I couldn't add him to this list, to my top five. He's up there. Because Common, I mean, he's got a good voice, right? I, I'm a fan of a good voice, clearly. But Dilla is what... To me, make comment is good. Is good at, like why I like him as much, right? Like, so that's kind of why I couldn't put comment on this list. Another one for me was uh, was Tupac. Tupac Shakur didn't make the list. He was damn close, right? I'm a big fan of Pac. He's got a couple good albums. Some that I can't say the name of, but I, you know, I, it's just like. I, I don't even know why I couldn't bring myself to add him to the top five. Like, I don't know what it is about Pac. Because Pac had everything. Pac could tear your heartstrings. Pac could scare you. Right? Pac could make you feel some type of way about almost anything. Like, he, he was as good. He was a good emotional rapper. I mean, he's one of the best to ever do it. It's just, in terms of being a solo, art, like, an artist, I just, I, I, I couldn't bring him to my, to my top five. I'll tell you right now, he's, he's probably six. Right, he like, he's as close as you can get to my list. And then, you can't, you can't man- mention Pac without Big. Notorious B.I.G. Big, another guy, Biggie, Biggie's just as close as Pac. You know what I mean? Like those, they go hand in hand. Um, and with Big, I mean, clever rhyme style like that, like smooth, like we're, like Kane smooth. We got Biggie. Biggie almost might be smoother in the where like in his rhyme style, right? Like he 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 knows how to how to move from sentence to sentence, and you know what I mean, make it make sense. Like he's a good Pac. Uh, Biggie was a good storyteller. Right, he knew how to how to make a good song. Um, I just you know, and it's same thing as Pac. It was just like I just, unfortunately, like there's five there's five six guys I I just think are better than Big. But Ready to Die. And uh, well, Ready to Die, Ready to Die was a good album, right? I think what for me with Big, is it was just two albums, right? Just two albums, Ready to Die 
and uh, Life After Death. Two good, two two really good albums. But there's not much more after that I could really add. Uh, my next close one was DMX, Dark Man X, Earl Simmons. I love I love DMX. That er, you know, like that that mean dog. DMX was fun. DMX was fun. Talk about a dude with high energy, but could also flip it around. And man, like DMX, I the, the, the funny thing with DMX is he just he's such like he's so hardcore that it's hard to take him serious sometimes. Because all he, all he wanted to talk about was how he's gonna mess you up, you know, break you in half. And leave you dead. That's 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 tough when that's when you want to listen to. But like it, I guess the best way I could I could stay my my top five, I could listen to it any time of the day and be happy. I'm not waking up to DMX. If I wake up to DMX, I'm putting a hole through a wall. I don't need to be putting a hole in the wall at four, five, six in the morning if I'm up. Like DMX is not. Wake up in the morning music, unless you're going to the gym. It's just not. Like, if I want to start my morning off, chill, right, I'm not listening to DMX. And that's just simply why I couldn't put him on my list. At least my top five. Uh, my my last honorable mention that I wrote down is one of, one of the best lyricists of all time, Ice Cube. O'Shea Jackson. Um... I mean, Ice Cube is just so good with his bars. They're clever, right? He's a good storyteller. He's 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 one of the greatest to ever be in hip hop. Um, I, like why he didn't make my list? He just just didn't, right? Like, I I love Ice Cube. I really do. And like, I don't know. I just just couldn't bring myself to bring put the put them on anyway. Uh, now getting to my one spot, to me, like far and away my my favorite rapper, in like the definition of the term, the masked villain, MF Doom. He he. It wasn't even clo- like first name that came to mind when I was thinking this was MF Doom. It was MF Doom. MF Doom might be the most creative rapper I've ever heard. Right? I mean, how many personas does the dude got? You got Doom. We got KMD, if you count KMD. Doom. Victor Vaughn. King Ghidorah. Like, who does that? Who comes up with all these names and all these other albums? And Man, it was. It's he's fun to listen to. And each one has a different story. Like... There's something so clever about that, but that's not even scratching the surface of Doom. Doom has the voice. He has that gritty villain voice. He has some of the most clever bars you're ever going to hear. Just, uh, like, his rhyme style is unreal. I've, it's, each, each verse is just jam-packed with rhyme after rhyme after rhyme. Like if you ever do, you ever do those color code, of like the rhyme styles. You run out of colors with Doom. Straight up, I've tried. 
You run out of colors. You start using stuff nobody's ever seen before. That's Doom. That is Doom. But even what's better about Doom is he was able to do both sides. He was like Dre on roids. Dre actually might have been on the story. He's like Dre if he was better. <laughs> is that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It, Doom could do both so well. He just could. And that's like that's what makes him so great for me. He did everything. And it, it like I just I love Doom. I painted a shoe with Doom on it for the Operation Doomsday cover. It's my favorite shoe. I love the thing. Uh, I I think that, that wraps up my solo list. Let's head over to my groups. So I, I'm kind of dragging. I'll make this a little quicker, right? Uh, so coming in at the five spot, I got uh, Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest. I love me some Tribe Called Quest. Uh, member of the Native Tongues. Native uh, without trying to give away too much, there's more native tongues on this list. Um, with Tribe, I think they might have had the highest peak of any artist I can think of. You got Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders. I'm definitely playing that one. But like their peak when 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 Tribe was was on. Right from like ninety one to like I'd say ninety five. Ninety one to ninety five. Tribe Tribe was untouchable. Tribe was untouchable. They like you can Q tip is is one of those guys who's a god to me. Wouldn't put him on my he's not on my top five list, solos, but he's he's a he's a god to me. That dude was so dedicated to hip hop, he would do anything. Like who's doing a pause tape in in the nineties? Who's doing that? Like he when he made one love for Nas, which again goes back to, to Nas being good, like a great, 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 not good, great, but a lot of his greatness coming with his you know, producers. Like one love on Illmatic is is such a dope beat. And that's a pause tape by Q-Tip. Q-Tip. Q-Tip is, is, is ridiculous. But you, you match him with Fife. Him and Fife play off each other like nobody. Maybe not like nobody else. But, like, man, those two are good together. And I love jazz. So Q-Tip and them, like, that's perfect for me. That's perfect. That's Q-Tip, you know, Fife. Uh, man, you put them you put them on any time. I'm, I'm going to be happy. I'll be happy. Coming at the fourth spot, um, what I believe is like the Jordan and Pippen of hip-hop, right? Like one of the best duos to ever do it, Gangstar. You got Guru and you got Premier. DJ Premier is one of the best producers of all time. Guru, one of the best voices in hip-hop history. Has good verses. You put those two together, they they're winning six rings in the nineties. They're rolling, they're doing two three piece. They are the the nineties bulls. I I love Gangstar. I love I love them. Like Guru Guru has such an incredible voice. It's different. And you mix that 
with the beats of Premiere. And it's just so fun to listen to. Pick any song, man. They're like any album, there's something. Because you can, anything, mass appeal, full clip, above the clouds, like just to get a rep. Most, most MCs would be, you know, dreaming to get one of them. That's Ford's off the top of my head. I mean, like, those, those guys are, are so incredible. They really were. Like, they worked so well together. Man, rest in peace, Guru. It's just that stuff sucks. I'm, excuse my language. But, yeah, that's, I mean, like, they, they were, they, when I was thinking of this list, they were one of the first that came to mind. Just because that's how good they are. Number three, this might be the best one of, not the best, but one of the best albums ever made, in my opinion. One of the best songs in hip-hop history comes from Mecca and the Soul Brother. Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth and Methody Spot. The reason that they aren't higher, quite honestly, is because, just because it's this one album. If they had another album like this, easy, number one. Easy. Pete Rock lays down beats like crazy. He He's like Dilla is the best producer ever. P-Rock is close. P-Rock is real close. P-Rock knew how to make the New York sound come out. And when you mix him with CL Smooth, man, they were good together. They are good. And like I don't even. Think, I don't even it, like. I, me talking doesn't do it justice. If you listen to "They Reminisce Over You" about Trouble T. Roy, that is one of the greatest hip hop songs of all time. Production wise, lyrics wise, like what it means. Man, P. Rock and CL Smooth could could do it. If they had, I'm telling you, if they had more than Mecca and the Soul Brother, they would have been. Ooh, they would have been top of my list. Number two. We're just going to move through it. Number two, I alluded to it earlier. Just got this stuff on streaming not too long ago. It's the one and only De La Soul. De La Soul, it's like, I think what makes De La Soul so good to me. Like, specifically, we're looking at, well, we'll talk about Three Feet High. Three Feet High and Rising, 1989. That album was fun fun and you can like they're kids and you can tell like they're having fun the songs were light-hearted goofy um Paz Danus is one of the best MCs ever you mix him with Dave those two are great with a beat from Maceo oh my goodness those three could rock you get to De La Soul is dead and you get the real De La Soul you get them and then like those two albums are are so so good. Like, the listenability of De La Soul is, it's, I could listen to him whenever and be happy. I love De La Soul. I love De La Soul. Like, I was saying with the Doom, like, I painted a shoe. I painted a 3 behind Rising shoe. I also painted a uh, low-end theory shoe. And I painted a, 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 a J. Dilla shoe, Donuts. But th- th- there's some just... 
Uh, De La Soul is just so, they were, they're fun. They're fun. They play off of each other well. Paz Danus is one of the best MCs ever, in my opinion. Like, maybe not on, like, the Mount Rushmore, but he, he's close. Like, I don't think people really truly understand how, how great De La Soul is and how important Paz Danus was to hip-hop. Straight up. We can get to my my honorable mentions now. Um, it's just three. I'm trying to make it a little quick because I'm rambling. The number one spot I got, or no, number one, excuse me, not number one. My honorable mention, my first honorable mention is, uh, is the Wu-Tang Clan. A lot of people don't like Wu-Tang, but it's hard, like to me, it's hard not to. You got so many MCs, and each one is trying to best the other. Like, and it's it's not like just nobodies. It's not like just like some dudes at a cipher. This is like like good dudes, and they're trying to best each other, trying to put out the best song. Like, I mean, everybody, Cash was everything around me is a is a is a song that everybody knows. Everybody knows that that beat, but Wu Tang to me is they were good. They just didn't put out enough together, like, which I kind of think was the goal, right? When I believe Raekwon put put a group together, when they like when they did that, the whole point, I don't think it was Raekwon actually, uh, whatever. The the whole point of the group was to put together MCs that could put together a dope record, and then afterward, all do their own solo thing. Usually it's the other way around. Usually there's a bunch of good solo artists coming together to make a good record. It was the other way around. Um. That's they're good. Uh, my second album mention is Mob Deep. Mob Deep is is good. They're like good to listen to, right? Like they're they're thought provoking. They're rough. They're rugged. They get you to feel something. And not to mention one of the best songs ever, Shook One's Part Two. One of, that's one of the best beats. I can think of, like, just off the top of my head right now. Uh, Coming my third album I mentioned, kind of goes back to Dilla's is Slum Village. Slum Village, it's it's really what all Slum Village is. In my like to me, this is what Slum Village is to me. Like Fantastic Volume Two is Dilla out at one of his best. With some MCs who can rhyme over, like not many can rhyme over a Dilla beat. It, Dilla beats are hard because you know they're not, they're not like by the book, but you know his boys know Dilla like obviously, and they they know how to rhyme on his style, so they they put together a really good record, really good record. Uh, all right, now coming in at my one spot, um, there's in terms of how great they were. Should not be in my one spot. I just love them so much that, like, when I when I when I whenever I listen specifically to their first album, second album's dope too. Is it just gives me good memories? Like I remember being on the bus in high school, going to like a, a basketball game. I'll be rocking. Oh man, I got a smile on my face. I know y'all can't see. I got a big smile on my face. Um, but like they're funny. 
they're just so funny. Like, they don't really take anything serious. Like, they, they don't really have, not on the first, the second album, they have those from Sonic. Kind of like De La. First album is goofy, fun. Second album, you get some actual hard-hitting stuff. But um, it was a really fun album cover. Um, it's, uh, my, my one spot is the far side. I love, love me some bizarre ride of the far side. Lab Cab in California is great. Um, it, 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 I just get such good memories listening to the far side. I really do. I really do. I love, I love Slim Kid Trey. And uh, there's like other fish. Great song. Great song. But, I mean, all of that Bizarre Ride album to me is great. Obviously, you got Passing Me By, which is far and away their number one song. But, like, even their skits, like, I didn't even mention that about De La Soul. The skits are so creative. It's like, I feel like something we don't get anymore. Like, skits to me show, show more than an artist can rhyme. Because you're getting some background. You're getting some, some, like, more who they are, like, having fun. That's why the far side is my number one spot. All right, we're going to transition now. That was a very long, very long segment, so I hope whoever's listening could uh, deal with me going that long. But now you know a little bit about me. I'm going to start going into a little reaction section. So um, the Rolling Stones put out a list of their 100 best hip-hop songs of all time. So I haven't seen this list at all. Um, I just know that this list exists. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through songs 10 through 1 and just see see what I think about them, right? So let me just scroll down a little bit. Here we go. Uh, oh, it's funny. Yeah, Wu-Tang at, at, at 11. All right, number 10, Paid in Full. Yes. I actually might have put it higher. This is, a, well, it depends if it's a long version or not. If it's if it's the radio cut, like the the long one's cool, but if you get the radio cut with Rock Him, just going in like that whole thing, like oh my goodness, it's a great beat, great bars, definitely belongs in the top ten. It definitely belongs in the top ten. Number nine, straight out of Compton. Yeah, yeah. Birthed a whole. Like genre of hip hop with gangster rap. NWA did. Um, this song really did. I think this is. Th yeah, you know I. You know what I. It definitely belongs on this list. It's explosive, right? Come off the scene, these kids, and just bow. I definitely like that. I'm gonna keep going. Juicy, yeah. Juicy, yeah, yeah. I like it. Because Juicy was culmination of Biggie. That's him being at one of his best. It's him saying, like, really singing from the heart. Um, I think what makes what makes this song so funny to me is this: it's the sam like the sample. Who listened to Juicy Fruit? I don't know who's by, but Juicy Fruit that song. And was like, I'm gonna make a the like one of the best hip hop records, the songs of all time. Who did that? 
is so funny to me. Like, that is the song you sampled and it came out that good? Love it. Fight the power. Did I not mention Public Enemy in my... Oh, my goodness, I forgot about Public Enemy. Public Enemy was going to be an, an honorable mention. Because Public Enemy, you got the voice of Chuck D, that deep, mean, rugged, and then you get you, you juxtapose it entirely with Flavor Flav. Had a clock and a high-pitched voice, but Fight the Power is such it. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of another word other than powerful, but it's... That song, like, makes me just, mm, you know, like, it makes me just want to run through a wall. I'll, and it, it has to be the uncensored version. Because when you hear Chuck D, you know, like, calling out Elvis, man, man, that's a good, it is a great song, great song. Also, just side note. I don't like do the right thing. <laughs> I don't like do the right thing. I, I think it's too all over the place. But with this song on it, I mean, good. Number six, now about a G thing. I used to listen to this one a lot when I was young. Definitely listen to it a lot. One, two, three, into the four. Um, I don't know if I would put this up at the six. I mean, I don't know. Try and think like I mean it definitely gave like Snoop emerges, right? It's a fun genre. Is this the birth of G Funk? I don't know. I don't this might be the first one I'm I'm like, yeah, I'm offended about. Mon playing tricks on me. Can we talk about one of the best sampled songs ever? Like I'm a huge Isaac Hayes guy. I love me some Isaac Hayes. So Ghetto Boys sampling this song together. Dude. That with like the like that Halloween part at the end by I I believe it's Bushwick Bill is maybe my favorite verse. Not ever, but it's it's one of my favorite verses because it's just like you you start getting you know, you start listening to it like I like I like the deception bars, right? The deception verses. So that, you know, the whole thing is set up like, you know, they're beating up on this dude. But really, he's, you know, by the end he reveals he's just punching the concrete because he's going insane. I, there's a couple songs like Commons. I used to love her. I'm talking about a chick, but the whole time it's really talking about the evolution of hip-hop. Uh, Me and My Girlfriend by Tupac. The whole time he's really just talking about a gun. Um, Drink Away the Pain, Mob Deep. Talking about what sounds like a girl really talking about drinks. Um or alcohol and their problems, but stuff like that really, really, I, I like a lot. And this song, just there's so many good pieces they put together that it really, really makes this song great. Really makes this song great. Uh, definitely leave it top five. Sucker MCs by Run DMC, the four spot. Oh, man. All right. When I was in high school, I wanted to run out to this song. I wanted to run out to it so bad, but, they, you know, my teammates wouldn't because why would we? <laughs> um, 
I I really so I'm not a huge fan of Run DMC. I really am not. This song I'm a big fan of. Um it's something about like it is old school and it, it sounds old school, but it's it's a fun old school. I love when, I love that beginning. Um but I don't know about it at the fourth spot, really. I really don't know about that. Planet Rock at number three. Y- you know, okay. In terms of importance, absolutely. Absolutely. That is why it's at this spot. African Bambada, like, one of one of the founders of hip-hop. So absolutely, but, like, I can, I know why it's here. Um, but it, like I guess it, I guess this list then is is just based upon importance and how it sounds. Like if that's the thing, I don't know why Ghetto Boys is top five. But uh, so like in terms of importance, absolutely top three. In terms of how good of a song, mm, not top three. Sugar Hill Gang, Rapper's Delight at number two. Um, I, I, all right, I really do like this song. I think it's funny. Um, I, as a kid, I used to be able to sing. I, th- I, th- I mean, I still can't, like, one of the versions. I mean, because, you know, there's simple bars. Uh, so this kind of goes back to the Bambada one. Like, in terms of, in, in terms of being a great hip-hop song, it's not. It's just not. In terms of importance, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, where would hip hop be without Sugar Hill Gang? I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. All right, number one, scroll down real slow, see what we got. The message, Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Do I even really need to explain it? Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I don't need to, but I, I like. For for the one for its time, it was produced beautifully. The bars are so hard hitting. Like Sugar Hill Gang is like you know, Scooby Doo, we rock Scooby Doo. Guess what, America, we love you. Like they're saying nothing. They're not saying anything. Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five, they're saying things, and you better listen. You better listen. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really gotta talk more about that. Let's get to. My last segment is probably a little quicker. So, in a couple months ago, The Guardian put out this article about how U.S. vinyl sales are up once again for like the 18th year in a row or something. Which I find kind of fascinating, right? Because, like, I have a vinyl collection. I do. Um, And... I just, I, like, I know a couple people who do. Shout out my boy Aiden. I know he ain't going to listen to this, but shout out to Aiden. He's got a, one of the best collections uh, of dudes I know. And the the thing with with vinyl for me, right, and I kind of think this is why hip-hop vinyl, or not even hip-hop vinyl, vinyls in general are becoming, like, I keep growing 
is it's fun to have something physical in front of you. Like, all right, here's here's why I personally like a vinyl. One, I'm a big fan of art. I love a good album cover. I really do. If there's one with some time and effort put into it, I can appreciate that. Um, and that it just makes it so much fun for me. Another thing with a vinyl that, I, what, what, like, why I love a vinyl is because you get to hear the way a record was supposed to be played, like from songs that, or from a record, like albums that I know or I like to listen to. So if we look at, like, if we go back to Three Feet High and Rising, that is an album that is meant to play in order. There's a reason that the album is mixed the way it is, right? You got the skits at the beginning of the the, the radio the show, like the game show, right? And then it's it, a couple songs, and it comes back to it, like the end of one of the songs. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, contestant number one. Blah, blah, keep going. Comes a couple other songs. Get to the end of one. You know, contestant number two. Like, that, if you listen to that out of order, right? If I put that on Apple Music and I put Shuffle on for Three Feet High and Rising, I'm still going to enjoy it, but I'm not going to get it. Like, what are you supposed to do when you get to the intro midway through? I'll be lost. You can say that about De La Soul is Dead, too, their second album. You could say that, excuse me, about a couple albums that, like, even The Far Side, even Bizarre Ride to the Far Side, there's skits in there that are placed, where, like, they're put in a certain way of where they're supposed to be played. So that's what makes a vinyl so fun to me and why I like them as much as I do. Is because you get you listen to the way it was supposed to be, you really do. Um, and I also, so I actually brought a couple vinyls with me. Another thing that I like that some do is, you get things in a vinyl that, that like you you can't get anywhere else. So the first one I I, I want to reference is Operation Doomsday, right? I want to say it was 1999, MF Doom's first album. If you buy the record, you get a poster with it. That's dope. I got that poster hanging in my room. I love that thing. It's cool. I love it. Um, the second one I got, three feet high, right? I got it with me. Um, in there, the like so they have right their their sheets aren't like so when you get a vinyl for those of you who don't know, there's a, it's like a piece of cardboard like thing and then inside is like this like pa- it's not paper but it's about it's kind of like that material just to protect it from the inside and so you can pull it out um three behind rising they don't do that they give you another piece of cardboard inside with more art right and that's just it's so fun it's so cool um if you can hear it um i just it, i love that i love I, that and then also Within, let me get it out. You get like a comic strip of of the guys, right? You know, True Witted Dove, Paz. Uh, this one says Pace, Pace Master Mace. Nobody, nobody will call him that. Um, and like, it's little things like this. Like, I, I, I get that I'm, I'm probably just a nerd, but I love when they have so. Uh, De La Soul is Dead, their second album, they have the same thing, but it, it they have little comic strips based upon the skits that are in the in the thing about, you know, like the, that it, that it happened over the course of the album with the, the bullies listening to the songs, which I think is hilarious, <laughs> especially when they get to the end, they're like, that's it? 
That's all? That's so funny to me. Uh, so, like, there's little things with a vinyl that you don't. It has, they just sound better. A vinyl just sounds better. Right? I, now, there are cons. I'm not bringing a record player with me around. Right? Like, if I'm walking to class, or if I'm, wa- you know, if I'm riding in my car, I'm not putting a vinyl on. It's it it's impractical. It, 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 you can't. I'm not. You know what I mean. I'm not bringing like a portable. I don't even know. Like you can't listen to a vinyl on the go. You can't. But if you have the time to sit down and listen to a vinyl, it it like there's no better experience to me if I'm in the mood to listen to like music and I usually am. Uh, is listen to listen to a vinyl. Well, I've gone I've gone longer than I than I intended. But that's fine. So I'm talking about something I love. That's called hip hop. Um, but if you've made it this far, I want to give a big shout out to you. Um, give a big shout out to Reese Merritt, president of Birthplace Studios, and letting me use his studio. Shout out to Kyle Belanger. Shout out to Liv Gentry and all the rest of the Birthplace Studio crew. Um, and. Uh, I want you all to have a beautiful day, beautiful night, wherever you're headed. And thank you so much. Signing out. There comes a time.